you're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's spring and time for American RVer. On this show, we meet Pat and Paige Rivey, full-timers on a mission. They're part of the Nomads group who help refurbish churches, buildings, and do Christian service through the United Methodist Church. Ron and Sandy Jones brings you another RV tip and trick as they tell you about several useful iPad apps for the road. Finally, Ed Cohen gives you some helpful info on tire purchases. It's all right here on American RVer. Welcome back to this segment of American RVer. On our Friends Across America segment, I'd like to introduce you to Bob and Paige Reavy. They are full-time RVers and they're in a Winnebago. Itasca Meridian. Itasca Meridian. And I understand you've been RVing full-time for about two years. A little over two years now. How'd you make that decision? You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was gradual. Over a couple of years, mm -hmm. um, we started looking at um, a fifth wheel. We bought a fifth wheel and tested it out and met some people at my work that were doing this, and we thought that sounded kind of interesting. And well, you're from northern Minnesota. Did you do that? because Not really <laughs> northern escape. Minnesota, but Minneapolis, St. <laughs> Paul area. You did that to escape the winters? Or to escape Minnesota. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, it's a lovely state. Yeah, we go back in the summer into northern Minnesota where we have a cabin. But um, just to see different places and experience more of life. Um, so did you wait till you retired or did you just leave your jobs and hit the road? We started RVing while we were still working with a plan to full-time after retirement. And that worked out pretty close. Mm -hmm. We got about uh, two years in of RVing while we were still working and worked out a few bugs and decided what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a little over two years ago, I had retired around Thanksgiving and Paige retired around Christmas and we hit the road right after New Year's. January 2nd, 9 that degrees. That is pretty fast. 9 degrees. There was yeah. a blizzard New Year's Day, so we stayed put mm -hmm. that day. And but the next day on the 2nd, we left. And where did you go? We so. were three days before <laughs> we could put water in the tanks and blow out the antifreeze. And that was in Texarkana. Oh, okay. So that was a nice trip. We could take the jackets off after two days, but mm -hmm. we put water in after three. Did you end up going any farther south, or did you stay in Texarkana well, for the winter? Well, the plan was um, to go to Louisiana, and we did a service project at a Methodist facility there called UMCOR, and we were there for two weeks. Um, we, um, after that, we work with a group called Nomads, which is through the United Methodist Church, and we do three-week service projects. We sign up for them throughout the year and so from Louisiana we then went to Arizona and we combined the service projects with R&R where we just mm -hmm. do sightseeing, sightseeing and seeing family 
Yeah. It kind of gives you a destination to go to, and then from there you get to explore the areas. Exactly. Exactly. And what are the service projects that you do? What's a typical project? Well, it, it, church camps, <laughs> churches. Are you doing um, building projects or are you doing ministry or painting, not ministry? Physical remodeling. Right. Painting, putting up fences. Painting. And do you end up <laughs> putting indoors? Do several painting. of you group together and work together? Or you're not just Usually the two of you at one time? Four or five RVs, uh, oh. seven to ten individuals, uh, uh, just people from all over the country. Mm -hmm. There's a date, there's a place, a bunch of strangers get together and we leave good friends, really good friends oh, after three do. weeks. Mm -hmm. So we've met a lot of people that way, and we've met a lot, gotten involved in a lot of communities and churches and church camps, and we've worked at children's homes. So it's a good way to meet people, and you feel like you're doing something worthwhile. Mm -hmm. um, it is. It's. It's not working with the people on at at the camps. It's working on the buildings and sometimes out in the communities, like Bob said. Have you so. run into any snags or anything that's made you say, oh boy, why did I do this? Mm-hmm, lots. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to be flexible. Mm -hmm. We go in with a rough idea of what to expect, but the nature of the job changes. Mm -hmm. but, uh, between projects, it's just a matter of sightseeing and seeing the countryside, and history and geography. And mm -hmm. But and even then, we run into snags. You know, we broke down on the freeway and Flagstaff. Oh. You know, and when you have that happen, and you live in your rig, yeah. yeah. So deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Flexibility. We met some great people that way. Mm-hmm. We did. Mm-hmm. And you found that people are helpful. Oh yeah. As as an RVer, as part of getting ready to uh, be in the RV. What were some of the things you had to do? Well, downsizing took us about two years, and that was really hard because to get rid of everything you have, there's those things that are emotionally attached, you know, to you. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a, a very difficult time, but very freeing when it was all done, too, to not have any of the stuff anymore. Slow and deliberate. Uh, the house was on the market about a year and a half. But it was about a two-year project to slowly get rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, there, I noticed that you have a South Dakota address, so um, how are you handling your mail and taxes? I know when we met you, you're, it's around tax time, so mm -hmm. how do you figure we all those things out? We have a service in Sioux Falls that gathers our mail, and we tell them where, the, where we are, and twice a month they send it to us. Mm -hmm. And um, that's worked out very well except for I think one time a piece was damaged and mm -hmm. on its way to New York where we were last fall. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's worked out very well. But our licenses for the vehicles, the motorcycle, the car, and the RV are all through South Dakota. And the benefit there is there's no state income tax. So it's... As a, a retiree, a that's a big benefit. Right, right. right. So you have, the, you have a car and you have a motorcycle both. Mm -hmm. So is that so you have his and hers vehicles? Well, <laughs> you can't leave without your toys. <laughs> so no, I know how that is. Yeah, we, that was one of the deciding factors on going to a motorhome. 
we couldn't take it with on a fifth wheel. Right. But we could take the motorcycle. It's just a little more awkward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I wish you many more years of RVing. You know, do it until you don't like it anymore or until right. you find another place to land. Until we can. Yeah. You know, and until, uh, or until we can't. Until you can't, right? Do it while we can. Yeah. And, but thanks for taking a couple minutes out of your busy schedule to uh, visit with us. We appreciate it. Oh, it's fun. We encourage anybody who's interested to try it out. Give it a, give it a year. At least that, right? At least. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll be back with some iPad apps you can use as you travel down the road. An RV service facility and dealership should put the customer first. The service writers, office staff, techs, and salespeople must be geared towards making the customer happy and coming up with solutions for any problem. This customer-first attitude is found in the Southeast's best sales and service center, Alliance Coach. Customer service sets Alliance Coach apart from other dealerships. With full-service bays, a customer campground and lounge, reasonable rates, and knowledgeable staff, they guarantee your satisfaction. Experience a different kind of RV service center. Experience Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. On this month's RV Tips and Tricks, we're going to be talking about some of the apps available for the iPad and the iPhone. Ron, you want to show them a few? Yeah, well, let's mention a few that we, uh, we use on a normal basis. Uh, I've got the iPad here so I can remember exactly what these are, <laughs> these are called. Um, we found some unusual ones over the years that are just really helpful. Uh, many of you know about the, the app called Gas Buddy. It's a way to find gas prices or diesel prices just about any place uh, in the nation. Uh, really handy if you want to save a few bucks on, on fuel. We also use one called All Stays. Uh, All Stays is for finding uh, campgrounds, RV parks, uh, any number of things uh, ranging from uh, fuel stops uh, and so forth. But they have one of the largest listings of campgrounds, I believe, of any other app. Um, we, we use Passport. Uh, Passport America is, uh, has an app available uh, that lists the Passport parks uh, around the nation and in Canada and gives you all the details on there. And of course you call them to make your own reservations. The other, uh, other couple that we use that are again, very unusual, we use one called iExit. An iExit is a listing of the facilities, uh, food, fuel, uh, parks, hotels, so forth, at every exit on every interstate in the nation. Uh, that's quite an extensive listing. And if you're driving down the interstate, it will, uh, it will just follow you like a GPS. And so you know what's coming up in the next exit or allow you to search ahead to see what's there. The, uh, the last one I'll mention, especially good for RVers, is called State Lines. And State Lines is a listing of all 50 states, or I think 49 states. And there's just about a five-page quickie overview of various unusual state laws and, uh, and handy things to know. It's not a touristy site. Uh, for example, it it'll give you <laughs> rules of the road. It'll tell you whether you can make a right turn on red. It'll tell you 
information about open container laws. Seat belts, weapons, uh, uh, just just a whole variety of, of information about that particular state. Thank you. You can find some more of these tips on our website aboutrving.com. Up next, Ed Cohen informs us about RV tires, from buying new to proper tire pressure. Charlotte, North Carolina is a special place. You have the Panthers, the beautiful Skyline, and of course, Lowe's Motor Speedway and NASCAR. But for RVers, Charlotte is home to the best satellite sales and service company in the Southeast. Cordell Satellite Sales and Service specializes in installation and repair of TV and internet satellite dish systems. Cordell has been installing Motosat internet uplink systems for your favorite NASCAR drivers. The best news is that you too can get Motosat satellite internet. If you're tired of fighting with your air card or trying to find a Wi-Fi hotspot, give Cordell a call at 704-264-9486 or email them at mohotogo at cs.com. Their certified technicians do make house calls. Trust Cordell Sales and Service to install or repair your dish. We did. Remember, since 1995, it's Cordell Satellite Sales and Service. As they always say, once a customer, a friend for life. Call 704-264-9486 for your satellite TV and internet needs. It's time for a tech tip, brought to you by Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Hi, Ed Cowan from Alliance Coach Corporation here in Wildwood, Florida. Today we're going to talk about tires, big, black, and ugly. Um, most important thing about tires in a motorhome is you're born on date. Born on date, all tires manufactured in the United States is marked on one side of the tire. It's a four-digit code after the DOT number. Four-digit code you're looking for, this one happens to be 4812. This tire was manufactured the 48th week of 2012. All tires, when you purchase new tires, you should look for a born on date that is within a year. That gives them time to come out of the warehouse, etc. Tires, the most important aspect of tires is tire pressure in your motorhome. The only true way to find out what your tire pressure should be is to weigh your coach. There are several different ways to weigh a coach. You can do it on a two axle scale at some truck stops. The best way to weigh your coach is bring it to a dealership like Alliance and have us weigh each individual axle and adjust your tire pressures that way. There are tire pressures marked on a data plate inside your coach. They are engineered tire pressures based on everything that's in the coach. When you weigh your coach at a dealership, you want to have it ready to use fully loaded the way that you do most of your traveling. They can weigh each axle and adjust your tire pressures according to the axle weight. If you have different weights on different sides of the axle, you always use the heaviest weight and adjust all tires on that axle to the heaviest weight per axle. It's very important to weigh a tag axle coach because that's how you set the tag axle pressure on your coach. This tech tip was brought to you by Alliance Coach Corporation. You can go to www.alliancecoach.com or call us at 352-330-3800. Thank you. Thanks for watching this month's tech tip, sponsored by Alliance Coach.
We're the best RV sales and service center in the southeast. Call Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida at 866-888-8941 or go to www.alliancecoach.com.